Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing? Yeah, like, what's the story? Fuck. I just want to talk like that. Be worried. How are you doing? Yeah, like, what's the story? I think it sounds good. I kind of like it. Hey, there, what's the story? Welcome to episode 115 of Stala. <laughs> Stala's a Got Leverage podcast, proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps. The beer from out here, because drink away that you. Proudly sponsored by you, Can we just go back to the topic? Go for it. How are you doing? Welcome to episode 115 of Stala. 115. Yeah. What a year. Stalit is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps. The beer from Ah. Ah here. Ah here. Ah here. Ah here. Is it like Ah here? What's it mean like Ah here? Just like Ah here. Like the beer from Ah here. Like Ah here, leave it out. Or Ah. Ah here. I suppose it's kind of like, you know, when someone's waffling on, someone's telling us something, you're like... Like what hear. I'm doing now. Yeah. Oh, we're telling a story and you know I it's not true. Like, I, I hear it come off it. Get out of the garden. Is one of the and at what point is it when you visit the website? What website? What po- when do you visit drinkaware.ie? Like at what point in your... Uh, like when you're gone for a couple of drinks, like would it be... The first point. Would it not be like in a taxi or when you're getting ready? I just when I feel like the time is right. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> I'd check it like kind of that morning. Like if I'm gone out that night, I check it that morning, mm-hmm. and then I check it while I'm having me dinner, <laughs> and then I check it after the shower, and then in the taxi, and then before I have my horse point. I know. I'd say it's some crack in the pub. Ah, sure. Once I checked it, like um, some crack in the pub. I'd yeah. say so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't. Pub. I wouldn't bring it up again. Then no. Do you know, <laughs> everyone would be around sitting enjoying the five lamps. Yeah, and you'd be like, here, lads. Get out, use our phones there now. And we, I, come on, we, we, this big ass of you all went on drinkaware.eu. I have to roll on it. <laughs> We're planning the live show and it's absolutely ridiculous. I was just literally about to say that. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's absolutely bonkers. Like this is, this is going to be released like two days before the live show, yeah? Yeah. So I won't give too much away. Don't give away what's coming up, but you can give away a, a flavour of some of the nonsense, I suppose. Well, while like planning, there's props involved. And I'm just thinking, like, we literally have a prop sitting in the corner there. And I'm like, this is just absolutely bonkers. It's nuts. It's silly shit, but it's funny. It's fucking funny. Like, that prop in the corner over there is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't it? It's a ridiculous idea. Yeah, it's probably less ridiculous than the phone call Joe's just had to make, though. I did, yeah. Yeah, we got we got a, de- <laughs> a deal. Uh, I don't know. Give too much away, but yeah, we got a deal over the line. You had to get permission from a third party for a joke in the show, uh, and I got it. And I got it reluctantly. I suppose you could just say like that. You rang kebab magic in Finglas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're a fan of the podcast, you'll know what that means. Yeah, and if you're not, then they're probably not listening anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the prop that's sitting over in the corner there it's so, it's it's a simple concept that we've actually been thinking about for a while oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it man I'm shitting no I'm not really actually sometimes I think about it and I have a little oh, panic and then yeah, other times we just go <gasps> but then you just like look over the running order and you're like ah oh, no it's good I'm, I'm confident with it like yeah it's all about just having fun and even if you forget Anton, <laughs> nobody knows nobody knows they'll so never know want. and then just look at the running order and go, oh, I'm going way off script here. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Liberty Hall. In Liberty Hall. I the script. I was uh, kind of living on my nerves. <laughs> I just kept saying, oh, I'm going off script. Then a half time, mom was like, Darren, come here. I said, what's the story? Stop telling people we're going off script. <laughs> All right, boss. Or should I say that? 
not proud of that. <laughs> Which probably made the nerves worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh shit. Should have said to me like a week later. <laughs> so we just threw out the script. And now there's no script and we're just going mental on stage. Mm. That, I think like, the, the most nervous thing about it is your family being there rather than strangers. Yeah. If you get me. Well, yeah, not strangers, yeah, yeah. friends of the podcast, but strangers. But when your ma's there and your brother, your brother and your sister and yeah, it's just a bit. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. Moira, Moira being there is like, oh, I'm, I, for me, it's distant friends. Like there's a friend that I have and I don't see him much. I see him every now and again. We go for lunch or something. But I used to walk with him like four or five years ago and he's going to be there. And it's just kind of like, oh, oh, like you're really, ex- you're exposed. I just fucking feel exposed. Mm. That is, that's the most nervous thing. Like not immediate family or friends, but like yeah. distant family and friends that kind of have a perception yeah, that so you have your like shit together. Funeral. Like everyone just going to your funeral. But Made, yeah, but family and then you're embarrassed because you're dead. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is all embarrassing. This is embarrassing that I'm dead. Oh, do you have me just like holding me hands and all? <laughs> you have me wearing makeup and, <laughs> and glasses. I don't even wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you have me wearing like a suit jacket? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, they just keep saying things like, ah, you love the Man United and stuff. And so I'm embarrassing because they're playing shy. <laughs> Imagine you just I love you, He loved United in the 90s Early 90s Amy's up there crying Like You fucking love man You know did And then you start up Into the coffin You're like No fucking didn't Oh stop saying that Shy <laughs> Fuck's sake And you lie back down <laughs> Stupid He says and I, oh, I used to like them Like when they, Like Kano and all Like fucking Berbatov like. Ah, Do you know what He loved an old smoke He did Oh didn't love us What are you saying Love smokes for Didn't I was trying to give them up Stupid. I'm going back to being dead now. Loved the cigarettes. 50 a day. Hated vaping. Despised anyone who vaped. <laughs> what are you saying that? Ah, do you know what? He loved his PlayStation. He loved his PlayStation. He did. I'll stick in the joystick. What are you just giving me a joystick for? No, if she said, uh, uh, he loved his PlayStation, loved his game, he loved FIFA. Uh, he loved playing uh, opening packs and Ultimate Team. I'd just jump up and go, you lawyer, you. You wouldn't even let me play the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even let me play the thing. You bollocks, yeah. I can't wait till that handheld PS5 comes out so I don't have to watch fucking The Chase. <laughs> even though I love it. Even though I love it. <laughs> the Chase has to be the worst game show ever made. Oh, I was watching one yesterday and it was like... Um, Sorry, I'm not thinking of the chase. I'm thinking of tipping point. Um, you know where he dropped the coins oh, in? Just going ding, ding. I, I, I love game shows. We talked about it before. He wants to be a millionaire. All that. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Like uh, I love them as well. But the tipping point is not a game show. It's watching someone using the slot machine. I still like it. Do you? Yeah, just a bit of gambling, you know. I'm off it, like, so. <laughs> That's as close <laughs> as I get. <laughs> oh. Stick it all on red. <laughs> but, um, what was your man? Kemp. Roman Kemp. Mm-hmm. See that game show he hosts where it's like a line of people on a platform and when they get a question right, they move forward slowly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it might yeah. be a new one. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And if they get like five questions in a row right to proceed to the next round or something, and out of like seven, they have to get five of them. And the quickest one to get them gets the first place in the line and then the one that doesn't get them, the quickest has to go to the end of the line, like... Just means you get your question forced and you have a better chance of getting up to the top. Fucking brilliant. It's very confusing. I've no, I'm lost. It made sense to me when I was watching it. <laughs> There's some games that are really fucking hard. There's one that's on Channel 4. Uh, Victoria Corrin presents it. And it's so hard. It's like playing University Challenge. It's rock hard. I don't know that one. It's just mad questions. And I'm like, if you don't know the answers, then this is just crap. Trying to think of the one Vicky Corrin, she presents it. It's all full of riddles. You have to break the riddles and find the connections. The connecting, something yeah. about connecting. Catchphrase, I don't really like. I love catchphrase. Love it. I'm very good at it. Are you? If I could pick okay. a game show to go on now, it'd be catchphrase. I think that's why I don't like it because I never get the answers. Or the riddles, I mean. Or whatever they are. Catchphrases. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be it. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weakest link. I like the weakest link because we're just bum, bum, bum. Question, question, question. Yeah, but all very clever people. And the weakest link? Yeah. No. I thought like people that just go on to them sort of game shows are just really intelligent. Or else it's just people at home that like, do you ever see who wants to be a millionaire? Like, 
I'd say they're at home and they're fucking shouting out the answers and then they get there and they don't know any of them. It's like the hobby is pub quizzes, you know? They all I just think they class. can take to the next level and then yeah. they go home with a yorda. <laughs> Some people have mad hobbies, don't they? And they take it really serious. I was in the pub last night and there was a load of lads there playing darts and they usually play darts in a different pub. Belton's. No, mullets. <laughs> mullets? Yeah. You're not allowed in if you don't have a mullet. They used to play down in mullets and now they don't play down in mullets. And they won't, the champion, well, Leinster champion, dart players. Mm. And they're not playing in mullets now because they fell out or something like that. So now they play in the bridge. The bridge is the HQ. <laughs> Had a bit of a falling out there. So you need 12 players for a team and you only have seven players. 12 on each team, is it? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and they have big, big competitions. It's a quick game, though, isn't it? Not really. No, it's not, is it? Like, no. you'd be watching darts for fucking ages. Van Gerwen and the boys. Yeah. Boom, one the head. That's what happens in the pub. They don't even <laughs> fucking hear the dartboard. You just hit the barman. <laughs> they bring their own darts and all. You know when people have yeah, their own shit. It, they take it like it's very serious. Same. And when I worked in the Shamrock, it was that they had a pool team and. That'd be a pool league. I think you used to play. I used to play for Shelbourne FC. Yeah. Yup. 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 Yeah. Pool. Shelbourne FC pool competition. Um, and they take it very serious and they'd leave that queue behind the bar and they'd come in behind the bar and they'd be like, just get me queue there, yeah. And I'd be like, fucking, well, what one is it? I get a feel like it's real, like, you're not supposed I'm a to be part of here. this pub, like, yeah. you know that way? There used to be like a, a draw in there as well. And say like the fella on the microphone calling out the numbers of the lotto. He used to like come in behind the bar and just like get a drink in that like himself. And I would just stand there like, no one gives a bollocks. <laughs> this fella's coming in behind the bar. Just because he does a bit of bingo on a Monday, thinks he fucking has the lease on it. Thinks he owns the place. <laughs> yeah, but the pill, like the pill, like fucking, the amount of fucking pill cues people had behind the bar was ridiculous. They were falling all over the place. I used to give it a go as well. You were all right at the pill. Bit of a shark. Dark horse. I'm a bit of a shark. Huh? Come here. Hustler. Sorry. <laughs> what? You'll have that. Ah, sorry. It's a Simpsons reference, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Fingless fats. Homer, when he's Sean Flanders, he's a pool shark. They don't call me Springfield fats because I'm morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you think of me when you said that? Because <laughs> I could take you to court for that. <laughs> There's ads on the telly for weight training. You've lost a lot of weight recently. Thank you. That's grand. <laughs> That's no worries. I, I forgive you now. <laughs> oh. oh my God. No, that came out all wrong. I'm sure you're a good player. player. What was the bowling team in, in uh, Malcolm The and Simpsons Malcolm. called? The, the, the pins pin pals pin pals mm -hmm. pin pals even that you know how do you just, I went to a kid's birthday party and it was at a bowling alley it wasn't like the leisure plex it was just a bowling alley where was that it was out near the airport just bowling it's a building and all that's inside is bowling lanes is it a nice place is it real it's not swanky or not no it's not like there's a bar in it and there's just bowling lanes and you can get a point or whatever. But this was a kid's birthday party. And I thought, like, I thought this is a weird place to have a kid's birthday party. But aside from that, there was people there that had their own bowling ball. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you get so into bowling that you have your own bowling ball? I've never how met How do you anyone. have your own bowling ball? Can you just get a customised one on? Yeah. What, like bowling.ie? <laughs> <laughs> get them on Amazon anywhere. Can you? I got one from my brother for his birthday once, yeah. Is you he, did? Is he a yeah. bowler? I no, but he's a big Simpsons thing. fan, so I got him a bowling ball with Homer on it and sent it to him. Ah, oh, nice. What? Well, still, why? If, there's if a Homer gets married, a bowling ball with his name on if it. If there's a present, anyone's going to get me. I'd love a customised bowling ball. Would you? Yeah. Could, we could get you that, yeah. Bit late to get it for the live show now. for the gaff, isn't it? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, what would you do with it? Ball? What? You're just going to leave that lying around? Fling the thing around the sitting room. <laughs> you get one of those kids' balls. Probably wouldn't do as much damage. Oh, the orange ones? Yeah, the one you actually could fling around. Can you get one where my fingers don't get stuck in the holes? They'd be the customised ones. Mm. How much is a bowling ball? I've no idea. I've no concept. I've no frame of reference of how much a bleeding bowling ball would cost. Can I guess? 25 euro. I'm going to say a customised bowling ball is going to set you back about 
130 quid. I'm looking at some here that look, they look like, you know, the real deal. They're ranging from about 130 to 200 quid. What the fuck? On the money. On the money. Are you good at bowling? Um, oh, no, you'd like these, Darren. at all. I've only played bowling a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I played bowling with you, actually, for years. Yeah. I got a couple of strikes. Here we go. Here's pictures of them. Yep. Those bowling balls. Are you showing me them so I can pick one out, or are you just showing me? Well, just so you know what's an offer. I'm not buying so there's an eyeball. Ball. It looks like the eyeball Tony Hawk. Never soft. Never soft, yeah. They're cool. And the eyeball is pretty cool. There's an eyeball, there's a spider, there's a skull, there's a few skulls, there's a pig. If you were to buy one of them and customise it, what would you put on it? If I was to buy a bowling ball, I'd want the one that Bill Murray has in Kingpin with the rose in it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd go for. That's nice. I'd just get a marble. Like a cat's eye. No little marbles you used to get. Yeah. I'd just get a really big bowling ball, one of them. That would be cool. That would be cool. Or, or a two-timer. Remember the two-timers? They were just the big ones, the big oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. You get a bag of marbles and then you'd have a big one. I don't know what it was, but there was something very satisfying about a bag of marbles for me. I used to love it. I used to love the sound, the texture, the weight. It's like, I don't know what it was. Like, you know the way some people just, like a, sure like a comfort blanket. Marbles. You used to get a little bit of a thing for marbles. <laughs> what? A thing. He loves everything about them. Hmm. Everything. I could see you being a marbles guy, all right, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish. Thing as someone, yeah. like a marbles guy. Can you play marbles as an adult or do you have to be a kid and just playing on shores? You can play anything as an adult. Yeah, if you've seen me in town with yeah. a bag of marbles sitting over the shore playing, like you'd be someone called Vincent. I never There's a World marbles. marbles Championship. Is there? Yeah. Is there? I don't even know how to play it. There's marble racing. It became very big during the pandemic. Oh. Oh. Marble racing? Breaking restrictions. The British and World Marbles Championship is a marbles knockout tournament that takes place annually on Good Friday and dates back to 1588. Can I ask you? It's held in West Sussex. I've never played marbles. All I know is from the shores. And then people used to cheat. They used to flip it over the grooves. Is marbles the same as coins? We used to play coins closest to the wall. Nearest to the wall. And then the person that got nearest to the wall after a few goes, a few rounds, you just keep all the money. How I used to play marbles was... You'd sit on a shore and you know the little hooks that you'd pull a shore up with? Like a, mm. someone from the Dublin City Council. You know, there's like little hooks, handles basically, tiny little handles that you need to get your sticks in. So the objective is to get your marble into that. Into the shore? Yeah, but it's like a maze because of all the grooves. So you're not supposed to go over the grooves. You have to go around the grooves and, and find a way... And you, you get one flick each. Oh, the shore that's round, completely closed. and Yeah, like a man Like a maze, kind of. Yeah. Sort of similar to the top of bubbles. We used to get oh, yeah, like the bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to know the rules of marbles? Absolutely. I think there's lots of different versions, but the rules that they play in their British and World Marbles Championship, basically there is a circle with, I think it's 49 target marbles. They're closely grouped together and then you... S- kneel out at the edge of the wider circle and you try and with your knuckle I think or the tip of your finger you, you push the marble into that big circle so you use the big marble to hit into the circle of smaller marbles and whoever knocks the most marbles off the keep playing surface the wins do they keep the marbles or is it just like I'm at the winning I don't know should be able to keep all the marbles I get the feeling there's a lot of different versions in yeah. some versions you will keep the marbles I think my one was one on one so I'd have to knock your mar- marble out and you'd have to knock my marble out and you'd get one flick each a turn like you know kind of like yeah. sumo wrestling but I think the only reason marbles. I never played with marbles because as you said sort of middle class and I just have Beyblades yeah that's yeah <laughs> I, yeah that's that's definitely <laughs> I don't know I just feel like Beyblades was later maybe I'm just like a little bit oh, a little no, bit I'm older no I had marbles did you? yeah did you have Pogs? Oh, yeah, fucking loads of them. Simpsons Pogs. All the blading Pogs, yeah. Oh, and you're, Pogs, you're a big fan of Simpsons. You remember Simpsons Pogs? Or were you like... Yeah, I remember Sim- I remember all the Pogs. Yeah? Love Pogs, yeah. Did you have Simpsons Pogs? Probably. There was one shop in Finglish you could only buy them in. It was called the Stop and Shop. There's loads of them Stop and Shop XLs around. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was one of them in Finglish and they used to just get all that shit. Sort of like the way some news agents now would only have like American Sweets. Mm. One of them, but like, they'd only have all that kind of pogs and crusty cola. Do you remember that? No. Crusty the Clown cola? No. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> remember Super Mario cola? No. No? Yeah, there you go. I remember Super Mario ice creams. I had Mario's face on it. 
It never yep. looked right though. It was kind of scary. Yeah, yep. all them ice pops are shy. They just like don't look like the person. Am I remembering this right? You know the big turtle monster in Mario Brother? What's his name? Blows the fire. Bowser. Bowser. Was there an ice cream or an ice pop, I should say? Like an apple flavoured ice pop and it was in the shape of him. I think you're thinking of a fat frog. I, it's, it was similar to a fat frog, but am I thinking of a fat frog? Maybe I am. Just the way you described that apple flavour and the fat frog's kind of shaped like a frog, I suppose, standing up. Or... They were lovely. They were lovely. Can't get any of them anymore. I didn't know this until recently, but Murda's ma came over with American Sweets and they were, you know, the push pups. But uh, the rings and you suck them. Yeah. Well, she came over with purple ones or blue ones. And I was like, I haven't seen them in years. And do you know why I haven't seen them in years? Because they're banned in Ireland and Europe. That specific type. Like, I think you can still get the red ones. But like... Why that colour? Blue food colouring is just banned in Europe. And, and the UK, yeah. Yeah. Like, Europe. you know the way your tongue and your teeth go all blue and all? Yeah. So that blue food colouring is banned in Europe. He's right, yeah. Way! Uh, I think it's sick. You do have to, like, Google that because... You were wondering why they didn't have them in Ireland anymore? No, Moira just told me because Moira, I was like, look at his tongue, it's bleeding proper blue, like that wall. That is mad. And Moira was like, that's actually illegal in Ireland because Moira was kind of like, fuck sake. You used to get like gobstoppers that had torn your whole face blue. You're not anymore. Banned. That's a mad one now. Yeah, blue. I why there was a lack of kids with fucking blue tongues going around. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. You know. Where's the blue tongue kids gone? <laughs> Links to brain cancer, apparently. Party, like. What, what, what? Links to brain cancer, apparently. Brain cancer? Hell. Yeah, you can still get it in the US, as you say. Oh, sure, fucking, over here, you can't get a plastic straw and you go to the US and they give you everything in plastic. Here's another one for you. You probably already know this one because you walk in the pub. Ireland is the only country that sells red lemonade. Oh, yeah, yeah. You knew that? Yeah, I've got cousins. Huh? Everyone knows that one. I've is got that cousins, That's a bit of an cousins from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cousins from Birmingham who would come over and visit down through the years like, and every time they came over they'd take home a few bottles of TK Red Lemonade they loved it can't get it anywhere it is lovely oh it's fucking you, lovely uh, it's alright it's gorgeous can you get that anymore you, Red Lemonade yeah, TK Red Lemonade you can get yeah. you can get County Spring in that as well can't you ah, yeah. it's not the same Cadet Cadet <laughs> get a Cadet you know what Cadet was kind of a, just a little smaller version of TK wasn't it like the large bottles you could get you could get TKs like that size as well, couldn't you? Yeah. Fucking magic. What's TK stand for? I don't know, ring CNC. CNC is it? Is it CNC? What does TK stand for? Teeth decay. <laughs> uh, I'm gas. Probably someone's initials, like the founder. Tony Kyo. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> Never know, yeah. He does uh Tony Kyo here. He does all the prams and all the kid stuff. Yeah. Imagine it was Tony Kell. Now on this podcast, they'll end up just DMing us. <laughs> <laughs> the most random people DM us about this. Yeah. Oh, I heard you on the podcast talking about teeth whitening. <laughs> There's a lot of teeth whiteners. Oh, I heard you talking about LucasAid. You just opened your door and there's like 50 crates of LucasAid at your gaff. Monster. Monster. We were talking yeah. about Monster before and we were like, yeah, here, she wants my. Did you find out what TK means? Taylor and Keith. Taylor and Keith. Taylor and two Keith. Two first names, yeah. <laughs> two friends who invented TK. Red lemonade. Are the Irish fellas? They must be if it's the only country that sells the bleeding thing. It's fucking mad though that it didn't yeah. like make the make the jump across the Taylor was the man who invented lemonade in eighteen eighty eight. Invented lemonade. Yeah. So Taylor invented TK. white lemonade. And then Keith was his business partner. Lemonade and said you gotta make known. a red version of this too. Like lemonade as it's known. Are they Irish? Yeah. No, we not. What the f- what? No. He didn't invent lemonade. This tailor, a little spoofer, bleeding lemonade. Maybe he invented his version of lemonade, but can't imagine he invented lemonade. I thought lemonade. Were you not telling us a story before, Darren, about lemonade being invented by accident or something? Oh, what was that? That was Justin, I think, was it? Somebody was telling us a mad story. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was that kid, remember? Yeah. When he was. Mixing lemons and something and Sugar just ended up making lemonade and then patting it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that. Don't take that. <laughs> <laughs> and then these Taylor and Keith comes then coming along. PK yeah. coming along saying, oh, you invented that? You invented nothing. <laughs> DM me if you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Coming back from the dead. Oh, they played an event here, don't you? Did. That's interesting though, isn't it? What if they did and that young flitting, wherever he was from, didn't actually invent it? Do you want to know some other stuff that was invented by accident? I'd like to know, did they invent fucking lemonade? Well, that's what they say. That's what TK's marketing materials say. Well, they say Taylor was one of the first people. Taylor. Taylor. In what year? 1888, I think. So that's when Celtic was founded. Coincidence? Maybe did he find Celtic as well <laughs> in, in the <laughs> process? <laughs> I'm after making lemonade and finding Celtic. <laughs> and then Keith said, make a red version of that and we'll be millionaires. And fucking, he was right. Why? I don't know. Make a red version of that and we'll be millionaires. That's his contribution. This fella's out there making lemonade. I'm not quoting him here. And Kit and I just kind of fucking think it's mad that they made lemonade. Like they well, one like of them. made lemonade a thing. How did he make carbon? How did he like give a fizz years ago? Oh, hang on. Oh, here we go. White lemonade, it seems, is what they're claiming they invented because as early as 1630, yellow lemonade, proper lemon lemonade, yeah, yeah. was invented in Paris. Who made Seven Up? <laughs> what about her? <laughs> what flavour is 7-Up? Lemon, and, lemon lime. and lime, yeah. Charles Leeper Grieg. Irish? No. He was American. Coca-Cola, no? 7-Up Coke. I always thought 7-Up was Irish. I think it's just because of the whole, like, flat 7-Up thing. 1929. Grieg came up with the formula for a lemon and lime soft drink. What about American soda? How would you describe... I don't cream even know. Soda. Oh, cream soda. I'd call it American soda. TK called the cream soda and then said... We invented that. They probably did. Because that's a unique flavour. That doesn't American soda and cream soda is the same. It's the same thing, yeah. Country Spring is the American soda. And it has like the American flag on it. And Yeah, yeah. People having a picnic, I think. Fucking gorgeous. That's nice. I love that's that. Like, that's like, tastes like... Cream. Creamy soda. It just tastes like ice cream. Fizzy ice cream. I don't know what it tastes like. It's unique. I'm you know what I mean? fucking love a bottle of that. I'm parching. I am parching for a fizzy carbonated <laughs> drink. People don't drink enough TK. People should drink more TK. <laughs> well, I think they should because... This is not sponsored by TK. We should I haven't said that there is no affiliation here. I can't remember the last time I looked in the fridge and seen a bottle of TK. Maybe, like, you know if you go to some L1's gaff, they'll have a little bit of TK red lemonade yeah. sitting at the bottom. Well, when I was in the pub, it used to come in in the droves. I'd say so. And What would you drink? Would People have people would be like, a vodka and a lemonade. Get, can I get a vodka and a splash? And the splash would be a... White lemonade, TK, or else give us a Jemmy and red, Jemson and red lemonade with like ice or whatever your preference. But yeah, there was loads of that, and we just give it to them. You give them a bottle, you would, you'd yeah, give yeah. Them a whole bottle, yeah, yeah. You do see that, you'd be in the pub, and the then, and then the young came in the tracksuit and he'd be like, Give us a point of TK, and you go, Yeah, five euro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, and, and that's what you get for throwing an ashtray at the television last week. <laughs> Coca-Cola was invented by accident Was it? Mm. There was a fellow called John Pemberton An American pharmacist He was injured in the Civil War And in 1866 He was trying to create a painkiller Because he had become addicted to morphine Because of the injuries he got in the war And he wanted something that would Take the edge off his pain But wouldn't have an opiate As one of the ingredients So he made a thing called Pemberton's French wine coca Which was wine and leaves from the coca plant, which contains cocaine, and nuts, and uh, caffeine. Then, a few years later, the temperance movement started in Georgia, where he lived, which, like, prohibition and all that, and so we had to come up with an alcohol-free version, so he switched the wine for sugar syrup, and so became Coca-Cola, and it was so tasty that he started selling it in shops. Then Santi and all that drink. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd love I think to go back in yeah. time. I was reading uh, one of Stephen King's book, 112245, I think it's called. And it's about this fella who accidentally comes across a portal to the past. So he kind of time travels and he time travels to stop Lee Harvey Oswald killing JFK. Yeah, yeah. But the first time he goes back in time, he goes into like one of these old cafes or whatever and he has a, a Coke and it's Coke, it's the original Coke, like the original flavoured Coke with syrup in it instead of sugar and the classic Coke. And the way he describes it, the way Stephen King describes it, it's like a whole page and you're reading this page and your mouth is just like, oh, I just want to, I, I wish, I want to go back. Page and read it. 
Uh, it's like, oh, it took me back to my childhood and I used to come here with Was it very different then? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. It's like the Lucas Aid, isn't it? Yeah, they changed their ingredients as well, didn't they? Make it healthier. That's a healthy drink. I drink a lot of it, yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm grand. <laughs> You're very athletic. It's a sporty drink. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, your mouth must be watering. Really. I was like, oh... It's real hot as well. It's like it's in Texas and the sun is beating down. You got in from the shade and he, your man poured him a Coke and he said it even looked thicker and it's, it's mm. like a syrup going into the... And every time he goes back to the past... He goes for the Coke? He goes to the same place, plays for a Coke and I'm just like, oh, that sounds gorgeous. Bleeding, lovely. Stephen King, you bastard. Jeff. What are you at to do to me? <laughs> you little tears. Did he make, better not make it into a film? Even more so if you see They vision. made it into a TV show. Is that the one on Netflix? Ah, no, it was like, they made it for sci-fi. Not a TV oh, yeah. channel, sci-fi. And yeah. they're all shit, all the programs. Sorry, it's the Stephen King one. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime now. It's, um, it's what's... It's, uh, you James have, Franco. Uh, James Franco, yeah. What's that now. fucking Stephen King film that used to be on sci-fi? And it was... <laughs> what's a, that fucking Stephen King? <laughs> it used to be on the sci-fi channel. Oh, he used to always have films on the sci-fi or TV series. Yeah. And uh, there was one where... Series is... <laughs> fuck off, man. <laughs> You used to have loads of TV series. Why would you word that? Series. You used to have loads of TV series. Series is this. That's me, granddad, coming out. Don't you um, go on, granddad. What are you possessing me for? I don't want the pointy Guinness. Um, <laughs> I don't want the small one. What's the Stephen King film? The Shining. The Shining. No, no. That's it. it. No, this is a song. Pet straight, straight to TV. Pet Sem- Could have been a, a TV series that... The Stand. No. Christine. Will you let me fucking <laughs> describe it to you? I know all them ones. Right? So this thing... It was Children in the airport. Corn. And there was these things... <laughs> there was these things in the sky in the airport. And they had big, huge teeth. And they were like... They looked like meatballs. <laughs> and I'm not even winding you up. <laughs> They looked like fucking meatballs with razor sharp teeth and they were in an airport and they were trying to kill everyone. Critters? No. The gremlins? No. Can you fucking type that? Oh, if you type that in, they fucking the guard be at you Meatballs from Mars? No. It would have been a good name. The only one I'm seeing come up is the Langoliers. That's it. Is it? Langoliers. The Langoliers. Yeah. But that's nothing to do with meatballs eating people. No, they look like me. I'll send it that fucking circular thing to Big Oh, let me yeah. see this picture. Let me get a picture of this. They look like me. It's just no meat. I just remember that. Oh, wait, hang on. Who are those fellas? They're the meatballs. Oh, my God. That They're the Langoliers. <laughs> He's right, you know. <laughs> that is awful. They do look like meatballs. Told you. Oh, my God. Pet Cemetery was one of the films now that freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. That didn't bother me. Didn't it? The kids cutting your man's. Achilles heel and all that. And then he just falls forward. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Children of the Corn didn't bother me. I don't think I've seen that. The Shining didn't bother me. No. The Shining, the book terrified me. Did it? How could yeah. a book frighten you? Oh, oh I, that's what I thought parents. before I read that. All you have Ooh, in your really? mind. Like, oh. you, you're gone. You go into the world. Like I'd be going through it and I'd end up just fucking doing something else. <laughs> Going out somewhere. You do need concentration, like. But if if the book is good, then you'll yeah, be better into it. Like, yeah. it'd be hard to put the book down. Like sometimes you're reading a book and you're thinking, "Fuck, I can't stop now. I have to keep going." The fuck happens next? Do you read all the time? No, I wish I did. I like reading. I just don't have the time to do it. Like, yeah, I do have the time to do it, but I think I don't. Get a few goosebumps books. I got a book recently, and I'm afraid to open it in case it does kind of enthrall me. <laughs> what? what book is it? Somebody actually got it for me. It's a book written by a Greek, like a theologian, theologian from like before Jesus Christ was born. But like, it's literally about it's about how to handle your own emotions and stuff like that. But this book is written thousands and thousands of years ago, and it resonates with people today in modern in modern times. Greek, yeah, Roman maybe, definitely Greek. Not hundred percent sure. More his brother got it for me as a, a gift. Uh, it's not Stoicism, is it? Ooh, is it? Marcus Aurelius? Yeah. Meditations? Yeah. <laughs> it is. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you read it? No, but I'm planning to. Oh, do you yeah. have it? No, I've actually ordered it. Weirdly. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It's supposedly very popular, like, with many, many people over centuries, like, you know, presidents and all this, like. Wow. Mm. So, like, the law of attraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. <laughs> 
You should read something, man. That's fucking a weird coincidence, though, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You should read something, man. You should give something. Give something read. That's stoicism. Like it is only diary entries, so you're able to pick it up and just jump in anywhere and just read a page. I'll read it from front to back now. But I like, might get a Stephen you... King book. Don't. Or do whatever. Don't because you won't read it. <laughs> it's easy to read his stuff. Who done Goosebumps? R.L. Stein. How did he churn so many fucking stories out? How many Goosebumps books is there? Can we Google that? Man, I used to fucking absolutely love that. The Goosebumps books or the show? The books and... And the show. And the show, yeah. More the show. Between 92 and 97, 62 Goosebumps books came out. That was the original run of them. I swear to God, like, I cannot, like, put into words how much I love that. It's weird, isn't it? Imagine how long it would take you to read 62 books. How can you write 62 books? He must have had other, he must have had ghost writers and it's just like under the name R.L. Stein. I think he just, I reckon he wrote all them. Like on a blade and typewriter, like on a computer, yeah. tapping out goosebumps, 62 with them. I'd say he probably, oh, I don't know, probably about, I don't fucking know what he did. So, <laughs> oh, give us a shout there, yeah. Some writers do that. There's a fellow James Patterson. He makes huge money selling thrillers and all that and he basically comes up with the rough idea and then he has a team of ghostwriters who'll actually do the writing for him and yeah. he just churns them out again and again and again. Yeah. Anyone could do that. Yeah. Do you know what Moira reads? And Moira's like a speed reader. She'd read a book, one book in a day, easily, like in one sitting. She doesn't read by the word, she reads by the sentence. So she can just take it in by glancing at a page and then she just flicks really? by Really? Yeah. Like I'll be reading something like an article on her phone. She's like, look at that. And then I'll be reading the article and she'll be scrolling. I'll be like, will you wait? I'm only on the second line. And then she's like, I'm finished it. And she'll be scrolling away. Like, For Jesus' sake. But she reads. <laughs> <laughs> For Jesus' sake. <laughs> Jesus. Did say that? I said, I said, For Jesus. Jenny Mackers. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. She reads Bridgerton. Amy you know that Netflix the, show? Amy likes that, yeah. She's up to date on that. Like she just released another book and she read it like straight away day it came out and the other one is she, Hunger she, Games Hunger Games she loves reading the Hunger Games it's kind of mad because like the two that you mentioned Amy watches like Hunger Games as well and Ready Player One I think she just read that that's that fucking Steven Spielberg made it into a film I think so yeah 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 that's right Chucky's in it and you didn't believe me when I told you oh yeah yeah that's right but like if you watch Ready Player One it's kind of a shit film but if you're reading it your imagination does something different to what to when you watch yeah. it. It's just a little bit. Your imagination kind of like makes up its own mind of what it is. Yeah, it creates the world and it's... I don't think I could do that. I'd just be like, Bleh. You said you like goosebumps. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, now I loved it. <laughs> I used to have toys and all. Goosebump toys? I'm, remember the doll Slappy? Yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah, that was that was Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the mask. But there was a slappy uh, toy thing, yeah. What would you call that? Uh, a ventriloquist dummy. A ventriloquist dummy. They were terrifying then. Yeah. These horror people, they take things that are friendly, that kids like or liked. For example, like clowns. Like a nun. A nun, yeah. A friendly nun. A fucking nun. Nothing wrong with it. And then they make it into a big demon. <laughs> now I can't look at a fucking nun yet. They're ruining nuns, I mean. Still fucking love nuns. Not that they were great to begin with. I like, not like Magdalene sisters' nuns. Not into them. No, friendly nuns. Yeah. Like the nun in uh, Madeline who took the kids to Paris. <laughs> and then went and then. <laughs> Madeline? Yeah, did you ever see Madeline? <laughs> who didn't write back to you? I'll have words with them. I went to Dublinia over the weekend. What's that? It's like a museum, mostly for kids, but it's like a Viking museum. It was really interesting. What happened? <laughs> it's just interesting to see pieces what Dublin... Ship. Pieces of ships, yeah. What's that? There was pieces, they kind of recreate what it would have been like to live in the Viking times and then it moves up to the medieval times and then... That's it, like. But when you think of stuff like the Black Death, you don't realise that it came to Ireland as well, like, and nearly wiped the entire population out. Like, in the 600 AD, there was only, like, 900 people that lived in Dublin. When you think about now, there's, like, over a million people, over a million people living in Dublin, in the same vicinity 
that there was 900 people living mm. and they were just living in huts and it was Dublin it's that some space Dublin there Christchurch and all like all up around there mad when you think about it all that wasn't there though was it? oh well Christchurch wasn't there no that was medieval times but it was still a very long time ago that Christchurch is old how long is that there? Uh, 500, 600 years is it? yeah would most churches be around that long? yeah Canvases and Fingless? no I remember that going up. I remember when they were laying the bricks. That's the enunciation. Oh, is it? So what happened? And did you get a goodie bag or anything? No. We just went in. We were looking around and just kind of... It's interesting to... Did your kids enjoy it? Or they what? loved it, yeah. yeah. It's fun. Like, they have people there and it looks like... They show you what the streets would have looked like and how people would have lived. Like, the day-to-day life of a fucking Viking in the year 500. Did you just end up in your flat? Remember that? I'm a Viking. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's mad. The fact that they got on these long boats, big long ships, and they came down from Norway into Ireland and everywhere, and just kind of said, "This is mine now. We we own this. This is ours now. <laughs> this is ours." And that's it. And then that's how that's they had kids and they had kids and where the kids of them kids, you know. I just think I just was kind of a little bit mind blown for me. I thought it was yeah. a bit mad. I'm a Viking. You are. I am a Viking. You've got a Viking beard. This is definitely Viking material, isn't it? You could get an extra on Vikings. An extra roll. Do you think so? Probably speaking, probably featured extra. Featured extra? Because yeah. <laughs> your background, no, don't be having him in the background. He's, he done freak off. <laughs> and then he'd be up the front going, hello, <laughs> I am Viking. And then it's, that's it. That's all you get. And the weight of the swords and shields and the chain mail they had on the accent. What, a Viking accent? Yeah. yeah. Am I allowed to do that? You're going to offend Vikings. <laughs> Oh, so that's how it works. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just mad, like the the amount of shit that you wore. Brought them the wax museum as well. That's for next weekend. Is spread it? it out, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Have to spread this shit out. Uh, we were actually thinking of going to the wax museum, but I'm like, who gives a fuck? Don't fucking go to wax museum. Who's in the Irish wax museum? Freddy Krueger on the wall. Is he looking at you? Jedward, the Chamber of Horrors. Jedward, Ryan Tuberty. Go to the fucking wax museum and see. He's gone. They took the, him out. Probably, probably more life in that statue than the real one anyway. <laughs> there used to be a tunnel in the wax museum, do you remember? Pat Kenny, is he a wax museum? I think he's in there. His own? No. No. You will be. You will 100% I will. be a wax, yeah. a wax figure. I don't think so. Ah, yeah. Why would I be? Because you just will. You, like, if there's a wax artist out there, they'd be looking for interesting faces. And you, you've an interesting face. I'm getting some fucking blows on this episode. <laughs> They'll have you holding the camera like that and all. Won't they? Or eating a salad. <laughs> Never done that before. The, this, that, the, these and those. Hey, on, do you know what Joe does? Me? Who are you asking? Owen. Go on. Do you know what he does? Mm-hmm. Do you know if we're in a lift? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Any lift, just a any lift. lift, yeah. If there's anyone in the lift, yeah, that we don't know, that's mm. just in the lift as well. <laughs> Look, it's awkward as it is. It's very awkward in a, in a lift with strangers, isn't it? What does he do? <laughs> well, have a guess. He starts a conversation. No, he starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, too awkward. In dead silence, like dead silence, like nobody <laughs> fucking talks to anyone in a lift. Yeah? I've never noticed that. I haven't been enough like you, with you. you ever <laughs> talk to someone in a lift you don't know? You don't turn around and say, how are you? You'd never say that. You'd never say hello, <laughs> nothing. Everyone just looks at the fucking wall or something. <laughs> he starts laughing. And it's... then I look like a fucking Egypt as well. Because I'm with him. <laughs> I look like a fucking Egypt. I don't do it on purpose. I try not. I just cannot help myself. It's so uncomfortable. And I'm just like biting me bottom lip. And... It's just, it's so, it's a very long time to be stuck in a small space with someone that you don't know and not say anything and just have to sit in silence. And I'm in the, I'm in the lift with you and I can't even talk to you. It's like everybody, there's this unwritten rule is that, that just nobody wants to speak. Would you do, if you were with Moira in a lift and to a stranger, would you, would you laugh? If I was by myself. Really? I'd be, I'd be like, fuck. I sort of have that thing in my head now though. That every time I'm in a lift, I think you're laughing in the lift. And then I feel like <laughs> laughing in a lift. What are you supposed to do? I'd rather Not have la- a conversation I- like, I'd rather 
talk and then it takes the awkwardness sometimes away sometimes I know that he's going to laugh in the lift so I say something funny to <laughs> make it look like he's laughing at that like I might just go yeah I know what you mean <laughs> and then he just laugh and then it looks like I made a joke but I'm laughing way harder than I should at whatever joke it is that you made and it just goes on for way too long if I was in a lift to chill and I didn't know yet and you start laughing I'd be like you alright mate <laughs> I'm talking about like eyes watering laughing but like, like nodding his head and just being like <laughs> I don't want to do this kind of laugh like. it's the tension I can't deal with the tension the awkwardness and just kind how of, long can any one lift journey last in this country like we don't have buildings big enough for it to last more too than long. 20 seconds that makes it worse because you're like when are we going to get to this fucking floor we're only three floors away I should have took the stairs I should just not take lifts A I'm afraid of them they scare the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not too bad. Yeah. When you start jumping and all lifts like a bleeding Lula. <laughs> no, that's only in the flats. <laughs> sure, I told you before I got stuck in a lift in Easton's. Did you? I was in going up the Tower Records years ago with me mate. Another way that's in, they go up the lift in Easton's. Yeah. On, uh, what's it? O'Connell oh, oh, Street. And uh, I was going up the Tower Records, coming back down from Tower, Tower Records. Tower Records. And, uh, we were coming down in the lift and he just started jumping and the lift just stopped and I pressed the button to open it and I opened it and it was a wall, a concrete wall when the doors opened. Yeah? No, no I wouldn't be able. I'd have a, I genuinely have a claustrophobic so panic attack. I pressed the speaker, you know, like the, the alarm speaker thing and I was talking into it and your man talked back and he's like, yeah, yeah, just uh, clo- press the close button on the door so we closed it and then it moved a little bit and then he rang again. He's like, yeah, open it there. And he opened it. And he could just see into Easton's. Like, but the wall was still there. So it was just a gap. And we're like, oh, can I get out now? <laughs> but like, my mate thought it was very funny, but it was horrific. I would cry in that would situation. You? Yeah, I think I'd cry. And I'd, I'd be smacking myself in the head and all. Like panicking. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> like panicking, claustrophobic, like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Just think, like if you press two on a lift or five, like it's five on this lift to go up. Imagine you press that and you got the five and it opened and it was just a concrete wall. Would you be into that on? <laughs> no, no, wouldn't. Wouldn't be nice at all. That wouldn't be very nice. You wouldn't nice. be laughing at anyone then. You'd be, be fucking sobbing. If I was in a situation like that and it wasn't bothering the other person and they start laughing at my panicking, that would just like make it ten times worse. Would you start crying? Oh, stop laughing! What the fuck are you laughing? Oh, we're gonna die! Does actually be like that? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it depends on how... Yeah, no, I would. If it was... We're up on the fifth floor here. If that lift broke down halfway up and the lights went off and you opened the, the yoke and you seen the wall, that's basically like being in a coffin. Just a big one. A tomb. You're entombed. You can't get anywhere. Would you suffocate? I'd have a panic attack and I'd probably hyperventilate I'd, I'd hyperventilate I'd probably I feel like I'd run out of oxygen I just I would panic so badly I told you I was on a roller coaster before and you sit in the sea like this this was in America and it goes forward yeah the Superman one and at the end like it was stuck and I'm sitting forward and I, I have and it has your feet locked behind you like that so you don't swing them out so I can't move my legs. I can't breathe because there's loads of shit on me here to keep it in place. And I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. genuinely, I'm doing this. Like, ah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then... <laughs> every, every... So you laughing fucking... I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I was like, my, and then Martha's laughing. So it's grand, it's grand. I'm like, stop, it's not stop, fucking grand. And then she's like, trying to rub me to calm me down. I'm like, stop fucking, don't touch me, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And then the lion, everyone's like, oh, the roller coaster's broke. So everyone was leaving then and they were all pointing at me and laughing. <laughs> and that made it so much worse. I'm like, ah, I'm going to fucking die and you're laughing at me. What the fuck is wrong everyone with Everyone just knew like it was grand. It wasn't fucking grand. I was having a panic attack. No, but like, from their perspective, like, yeah. you think you're going to die and they're like, you'll be down in a minute, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right though? Yeah, but I, it's, I, and I knew, oh, you know, logically in your head, you know, logically in your head, everything's going to be grand. Just breathe and walk through it. Yeah. But your body just has different ideas. Your body just wants to be free. Does that come from somewhere? 
I don't know. You're locked in the little box as a kid or something. Maybe I wanted to be locked in. No, I don't, I don't fucking know. So you're very claustrophobic. Very. You know when you're a kid and people have pylons? Hated that. Fucking hated it. Get off me. I don't even like really be, like I don't hate being touched but if I'm upset or agitated and like if Marla tries to like stroke me arm to calm me down that would just get the fuck off me like leave me alone. <laughs> if I was upset or at a funeral like at my dad's funeral and Jay's funeral like I said to Marla I was like don't come near me like don't I'm not good with sympathy. I'm not good with compliments and I'm not good with sympathy. And like Marla wanted to be close to me but she knew not to kind of like touch me or molly coddle me or that because I just need space. Do you know what I mean? Is that weird? That makes me sound like a weirdo. Like yeah, a, you are a weirdo. Yeah. I like affection and I like hugs and stuff like that. And I, I don't <laughs> hate... Like, I, <laughs> the way he looked at us is like, just so you know, I like hugs like if not, they're on offer. It's not like a weird thing. Yeah. Like I don't I'd be the opposite. Being, I love all the rubs and all. When you're sad, like, do you like a little hug? all the time. <laughs> like a rub here and there, scratching the back. Love all that. Oh, I love a scratch. That's my favourite thing in the world. You don't really get them often though. No. Very rarely. Like Amy would just scratch your back. She's like, no. And if you ask and they do it, then you it's half arsed. You'd be gape. <laughs> There's too much of it. There's too much back to scratch. <laughs> be there all day. Just the length of your back, mate. I'm not scratching that. Be like, there fucking two hours. Cleaning the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird? Would you be the same? Like, are you good at getting sympathy? Receiving sympathy? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't dwell on it or be like, like the way you described, if you get me. I'd be very bad with conflict. You love conflict. You love drama. Oh, my thought, no, I do. He fucking hates <laughs> like I do. No, no, I, I like looking at things that, like, not the way I was saying, if there was a 24 hour camera on everything happening in gangland and stuff, I'd be fucking, I'd watch that. Yeah. Not that way. But if I was somehow, like, placed in that situation, oh, fucking, I'd be shitting. Do you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, conflict in that, in that sense, like, I just, arguments, I hate arguments. I hate, like having an argument with Amy or my ma or anyone because can't handle it. I yeah. lose the plot. Do you know that way? And I get tunnel vision or something and I just like have to leave and walk somewhere. Yeah. Do you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get me? I get you, but I don't think I'd be the same. I, I feel like I like conflict. I'm more comfortable with that than I am with, with sympathy or even compliments. Oh. If someone says that they like something that I don't, I'm like, ah, I just can't take compliments. I can't take presents. Anytime someone's doing something nice for me, I can't take Give it. Give me them presents. Whereas I can fight and I can argue because I feel like maybe that comes from not the way I say a statement that I'm, I'm like, bah, I'm right. I like you know what I mean. I, I always think that I'm right. Everything that I say, I say it with such conviction and I'm a hundred percent right in everything that I say whenever I'm delivering it. Even if I don't fucking actually believe it, I'll just want to be <laughs> right. I'm out now. <laughs> but I feel like that even comes. This is a deep dive inside my mind here. But I feel like that even comes from just. I feel like I just have an insular mind and I don't like anybody kind of coming into that and showing, giving me affection or, mm. or compliments or, or anything like that. We got an email today that was a really nice email and complimented us and I just don't believe it. I don't believe that yeah. it's genuine. I, I, str- that, I think that might be what it is. I struggle to believe anyone's compliment or positivity. Yeah, I wouldn't be like that. You'd be just like, yeah, I am great. <laughs> I, would, I just accept the compliment if you get me in. I wouldn't like... So like, I just got a compliment. It's just, it is what it is, like saying yeah. anything. Yeah, I know that it's weird. I think maybe I'm used to just being criticised. Oh, but Jesus. Jesus. Not in the negative way. Not, no, in, the no, no, me, not, not in the poor me way or not anything. Criticising like, you know, like, sad. Tommy Turner show or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying sad. Oh, no, not sad. I don't, look, I don't, I can't, I can't even take that sympathy. You're trying to say that. is a genuine sympathy, yeah. Yeah, no, well, then maybe don't that's. Give me. That, like, I, can't, I can't accept the sympathy. I'm like, Hit the you, roof. <laughs> but I just think it was like the way I grew up like you, you'd never give anyone a compliment you'd nearly puzzle think you're an actor shut up you bleeding dope you will fucking yeah. uh, Brad Pitt over there like you know what I mean yeah. you wouldn't, nobody would ever take anything seriously so I can't accept a genuine compliment because it's I suppose when I was growing up it would have been so fucking rare I feel like I'm at the, making a breakthrough <laughs> yeah ma- right. would make sense to me I guess it's, yeah I think it is I think it is right I never got compliments and I'm not like that. So, But maybe. did you get criticised? Yeah. By like your family and... Yeah. And it still bothers you then? Poking me with 
stick sådan <laughs> Fat boy. Og det er den, man har taget. Jeg var tænkt Jeg har lavet af kritikism, dog, når jeg startede at the bollocks. But I'm talking about everything in general. Like if I done something different with me hair, I I, I remember. Like everyone had noticed that, and they'd say, "Look, I fucking look, yeah," and it'd be an insult yeah. like straight away. You fucking cunt, yeah. <laughs> Look at this fucking hair, stupid cunt. You walk out the door and you get like you walk out. Like, you go to play football and you be you just go out on your runners and you be like, "Oh, look at him and the blading pump squad, Ronaldo or whatever." You know, you make a blading joke and you just like, ah, "Yeah, okay." And that I suppose like mentally you just kind of take that on board and then that just becomes normal. Mm. So then when somebody really said all of that as well. If I said to you, I seen your show the other day, it's really, really funny, man. You're doing blatant brilliant stuff. Would you be just like, yeah, I, I am? No. I don't take it extremely well. Like I'm not like fucking Yeah, no, cheers. That's great. And move on, like I'd be sheltered over it, if you get me. Mm. You'd have your guard up. That's yeah. like a humility thing though. I think that's everyone in Ireland. Everyone struggles yeah. to pay compliments to an extent. Do you feel like that a little bit on sometimes now? Or am I unique in that sense? No, I think that's... I'm not sure if it's an Irish trait, but... Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I, I know what you mean, yeah. 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 Someone gives you a compliment, or if you do something well, you almost feel like you have to downplay it. Yeah. Ah, yeah, no, that went, that turned out well. But ah, like it's only because of whatever, you know. You can't just say, yeah, yeah, that went well. What's imposter yeah. syndrome? That's kind of... Well, no, imposter syndrome is where you're in a position say you're a comedian who makes a living out being a comedian but secretly you think you're not funny that would be imposter syndrome do you think you're funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a try do you think you're funny do you, you think you're funny <laughs> I know I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm just saying it. I'm going to try and diagnose you <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm very aware of me capabilities and, and what I can do I still struggle when somebody tells me that I'm doing a well, good job. Well, yeah, so. yeah. I think it is to some degree an Irish thing though because I lived in New York for one year and they are so much more comfortable with speaking about Absolutely. their capabilities and success and all that and over here it's like everyone's so careful not to get ideas above their station you know yeah. or to think they're something special. Notions. Would you say it's like a normal thing then? Yeah, uh, maybe I, it is. I don't I think know. It to different just, degrees though. Yeah, like it yeah. might just take it a little bit. I think what Joe's talking about though definitely would be Sounds like a much more serious case of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's mad. Isn't man. it mad? This is gas, isn't it? <laughs> Does it say comedy podcast in the description? Oh, fucking last week we had fellas being tortured and crying <laughs> up their wives and this week it's... That's what you get, isn't it? Chapter 17 in the misery life of John McGuckin. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, he has much sadder stuff he hasn't put out here. He saves that for talking bollocks. That's stuff. true, yeah. that's true. Oh, no, fucking, that's, that's back in the box now. That's back in the black box of Joe's mind. <laughs> Back in the trauma package, me. <laughs> only, only messing that. So I'm fucked. Might as well just you don't want any sympathy, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, you're fucked. No. In the head. We're all fucked in the head, aren't we? We're all a bunch I think, of fucking. I think we're all a bit mad in our own way, aren't we? That's why I can't sit in a. That, uh, that's how we got there. Because I can't stand in a lift with a stranger. <laughs> that's how we got here. <laughs> it just, it that was like you just what, pulled on that thread. That's what would happen if you went to therapy. Yeah, this is like a tell me about the lift. That's literally it. Yeah, uh, I just laughed and why, <laughs> and then just spirals into you basically can't show emotions. Yeah, like <laughs> so. Like when I went to a counselor, he was telling me that the world is round. I'm like, I know that. I'm not a flat air. <laughs> so there you go. Another episode of the Stala podcast. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast and it's proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps, the bear from our hair. Is that the slogan? That's the slogan I hear. And it's the bear from our hair because it's a lovely bear. That's my favourite bear in the world, the whole wide world. When you go on holidays and that, do you bring some with you? Uh, yeah. Yep, yeah, I do. Good. I do. In me back. Yeah, I see, like, what I was saying on the intro what? to the podcast about when I wake up, I just check it. Like, if I'm going away, I check it on the plane. Yeah, tickets? No, the website. What website? Drinkware.ie. <laughs> okay. 
Can you check her on the airplane? Have to pay for the Wi-Fi. You pay for the Wi-Fi to go and drink away that you? <laughs> or sometimes I just take a screenshot of it when I'm at home and then yeah. I have a screenshot of it on my phone on the landing page. So. You must know that website inside out at this stage. Yeah. See you next week, folks. Bye-bye. Stall it with Darren and Joe. A Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Try a local in your local. Get the facts, be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.